unfortunately, there are a lot of women who actually get sucked into yes. the lies, the gaslighting, and they actually start to doubt themselves. Exactly. It puts seeds of doubt inside yes. of yourself that you can't trust that gut instinct or what you know is the truth. You yeah. start to question that. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, is your husband constantly spinning the truth? Yeah, this is where we talk about spinning versus lying. Yeah. Is he lying to you? What (laughs) movie is that from? I don't know, because all I can think of when you say it is... Is he leaning? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's while you were sleeping. I know it is. I was referring to the line in Hitch, Will Smith. Oh. He's lying to you. Yes. <laughs> you didn't get quite the inflection. All right. Next time. Here we go. Let's try to tackle a little bit of a messy one today. What do you say? Okay. We got a long email from somebody explaining a lot of situations in their marriage where the husband is spinning information. That's what we're going to call it. She uses the word lying, but I'll call it spinning, where she sees him doing one thing or hears him doing one thing. He comes back and spins it as, no, I was doing something else, or I never did that, or blah, 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 or whatever it is. Right. So it easily could be construed as lying. Okay, I have no doubt about that. Or it could be um, subjectively sharing information so that she doesn't have all the information to kind of control the story or control what it is that she knows, those kind of things. There's an element of untruth and lack of full disclosure in this whole story. We don't need to go into all the details that she lists out just because we want to guard the story. Right. But this is something that I see happening a lot And a lot of guys do it. Women do it too. But predominantly men do this a lot more because they're trying to guard or protect their ego. Right. And I call it the false memory syndrome. Hmm. False memory syndrome is where you do a behavior and anyone else who's not in your head, anyone who's objectively observing your behavior will just see your behavior and say you did X, Y, and Z because it's observable. It is recordable. It it is very clear what's happened. Mm -hmm. But because you have your internal dialogue that's going on, and you know what your intentions were or your motivations were, you now spin the story to say, no, it wasn't what you saw. This is what I was intending by that. And so what I did shouldn't be taken the way that you just interpreted it. They start to spin the story and add in, again, more details they have in their head so that they recall the story not accurately. That's why I call it false memory syndrome. Got it. It's not in a dissociative identity disorder, false memory stuff. That's a whole therapeutic thing. That's not what we're talking about here. So so you basically remember what happened through the lenses that you view things. Yes. And a thousand and one times out of a thousand and two times, okay, you always make yourself look better than you actually are. Yes, this is true. You always make yourself the hero and you make everyone else the villain, including and most often your wife. Right. It is just a common thing for guys because, again, they're trying to protect their ego. So they always make themselves look better than they actually are. And they inadvertently or sometimes overtly weaponize or demonize 
the wife and saying, you're crazy. You're not hearing it correctly. It can fall into that gaslighting um, concept that we've talked about in the past. Right. That's what I was I was actually thinking, too, that happens. And it sounds like in this situation where there is a behavior, yep. she she calls him on it. Yep. He twists it and actually blames her. Yes. For no, you just feel sorry for yourself or you're, you know, somehow it's her that's doing something wrong now yes. instead of yeah. he's made a poor choice or, or lied or, yeah. you know, whatever it is. Yeah. So. And so the question is, what do you do if you are married to a man that is doing this? How do you survive? Do you stay married? Is it possible to have a healthy relationship with someone who does this? Right. What do you think? Uh, I, I kind of giggled to myself, not about the situation, because my when you said, what do you do about this? My first instinct is like, I would just want to scream. Yeah. Stomp my feet and scream like, come on. Yeah. Just be real. Quit lying. Quit spinning. Quit twisting. Yeah. Quit blaming. And let's just have a real relationship where we can actually be honest with one another because this absolutely sucks. Yeah. And that is a incredibly healthy response for a woman who has a level of self-confidence and self-respect. She she keeps reality clear in her mind. Right. Unfortunately, there are a lot of women who actually get sucked into yes. the lies and the gaslighting and the denials, and they actually start to doubt themselves. Exactly. It, it puts seeds of doubt inside yes. of yourself that you can't trust that gut instinct or or trust what you know is the truth. You yeah. start to question that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so what do you do around this kind of situation? The, the thing that's going to be healthiest around this entire situation if the husband will not change because i'm guessing this wife who in this story says she's been married 29 years so almost 30 years of dealing with this i'm guessing they probably had one or two conversations sure around um this dynamic in fact again in the story that we were given uh she says that they've been to a lot of marriage counseling and the counselor says he needs to do his work and I'm going to agree with that counselor Sure. until he is able to start to take responsibility for his bad behavior. There's not much else the wife can actually do. She can't make him start telling the truth. Right. She can't make him start getting out of that false memory syndrome or that hero syndrome where he makes himself better and makes everyone else the villain. She can't do anything right. to make him change. Right. Unfortunately. And again, when a wife hears that, it's like, great, now I'm helpless. And great, there's nothing else I can do. Unfortunately, the only thing to do with this is kind of boundaries. Is you say, if if person will not agree on the facts around something, then you simply have to put boundaries in place and go, I am not going to continue to submit myself or subject myself to being vulnerable with you if you're just going to spin it. If you're going to just turn it around and use it against me. And that may or may not torpedo the marriage. Right. That may or may not make things better. Oftentimes it doesn't, again, make the marriage have more connection. It doesn't make the marriage be more intimate because you can't be intimate with right. someone who is hurtful or manipulative or lying to you. Right. 
right? It's really hard because number one, you want to be able to do something not because, well, yes, because you want your husband to change. The hard part is how you're perceived by other people because of what is being said or done. And so I think a big part of that wanting change is self-protective, which is completely understandable. It's hard not to do something when you know that a lie is being told or words are being spun and twisted. And you know that other people are hearing about things or having a perspective yep. of you that may not be true. Yeah. And so just to, to know that you can't change your spouse no. or your husband no. and you, you have to sit in knowing that things are going to be said then people are going to think things about you that are completely untrue. Yeah. That's really, really difficult. But you have to still act within your own integrity. Yeah. Um, you may not be able to change what your spouse is doing, but you can certainly be in control of how you respond, yeah. the tone that you take with your spouse, the yeah. words that you use, um, so that when you walk away from whatever the situation is, whatever the argument or the the twisted words or the lies. So when you walk away from that conversation, you know you have not done anything in retaliation or that would add more to the jumble of issue. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. You don't want to contribute to it by having bad behavior on your own. Exactly. Bad behavior, trying to stop other bad behavior is never going to result in good behavior. Exactly. (laughs) It just never happens that way. So, so it's better, at least if you can walk away going, I know that I did my best. I was appropriate. I was honest, but kind. That doesn't mean nice. I was acted within my own integrity and there's nothing more that I can do. Yeah. It keeps that wife grounded mentally. So she's not doubting herself again. We talk about again, that propensity to to doubt yourself or question yourself. If you've been around someone like this for a long, long time, um, I would recommend the same recommendation that this other counselor gave, which is he needs to do his own counseling. If he will not do his own counseling, if you're married to someone who says, I don't need to get better and I'm just going to continue to live in this dysfunctional dynamic, um, the chances of the marriage surviving um, and being happy and fulfilling are very, very slim. I I wish I had better facts than that, but that's just the nature of it. It doesn't, it doesn't get better from there. Um, I would recommend that this woman start to write, keep a journal of here's what I, I know him to have done. I, it is clear that he's done this. Here's why I know it to be true. If this isn't a kind of keeping record of wrong kind of thing. This is a, I am doing this to keep myself grounded in reality. So when he comes back and tries to lie or spin or twist, I can come back to, no, I know that this is true. Um, here's why I know that this is true. And then you have to just simply ask yourself the question, how long do you want to um, tolerate this behavior? How long do you want to let yourself be treated this way? And why are you letting yourself be treated this way? Right. What's keeping you in a relationship like that? That's always the piece that you have to ask. Is there a secondary gain? Is there something that you're getting out of this relationship? It might be as simple as you're just trying to avoid the hassle of a divorce. I mean, that that's reasonable. Divorce sure. is messy and, a, and, and it's expensive and it's painful. And so you just, you know, you choose the hell that you know rather than the unknown, the unknown hell or the unknown uh, hassle that's going to come with it. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. But as long as you're clear about why you would stay in something like this, why you would continue to allow yourself to be treated this way. Right. 
Um, I would also recommend that you continue, you, the person who wrote into us and who's listening to this, you absolutely need to be doing your own work. You need to have another therapist that you can help keep you grounded, who can help kind of give you really clear advice and, and guidance on, on how to handle this because the pain will just continue to get right. worse and worse. And that objectivity will start to disappear. And, and so you need that counselor who can provide that objectivity Yes, because your objectivity is just going to start to wane and disappear just because you're going to be hurt so bad. Right. That would be the two things that I'd recommend in this kind of messy situation. As I was yeah. reading through this and as we're talking about it, I said we should have titled the podcast the Messy Marriage Podcast because this would qualify for it. It would. It would. Okay. Don't take that anybody, by the way. Okay. <laughs> Copyright secure marriage. <laughs> I don't doubt we're going to start another marriage podcast, but we should because there's no easy answer. There's no just one, two, three steps and now you are happy and content again. This has developed over 30 years and it's going to take a little while to untangle it, but it can, you can get free with it and and, um, find that freedom again, um, even if he doesn't change, but you can get some freedom around some of that. Yep. Anyway, again, this is a little bit of a heavier one. Sorry, everybody, but uh, this is the situation some people are in, and we don't want to shy away from the hard ones here. We want to see if we can provide some sort of um, perspective and guidance in, in some of this. So yep. um, if you have uh, questions uh, similar to this or situations and you have a messy marriage, um, email us, paul at securemarriage.com or shannon at securemarriage.com, and we will read your email and try to appropriately put it onto the podcast so yep. that we can help you kind of get some perspective on it. Yeah. If you are listening, um, dear lady who wrote this in, we're sorry that you're sitting in this. We really are burdened that you're facing this, and you know, uh, hopefully the perspective on this helps in a little bit. Yep. You're not alone in this. Okay? No. Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.